0: Gang, this is Leighton from Trading Card Therapy, episode number 11, The Doctor is in the House. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is entitled Road Trip Edition. So today, we're going to talk about my adventure and how it started, everything behind it, buying an unbelievable, fresh to the hobby, 1930s baseball, football, Basketball and more, multi-sport and non-sport collection that's been in the same family for over 90 years. Thanks for joining us. So for those of you that don't know, I own not only VintageBreaks.com, but also JustCollect.com. And at JustCollect, for many, many years now, we receive dozens of inquiries every day, if not more, via email and phone about... Anything from 80s and 90s cards to what Grandpa Teddy left you to Uncle Billy to Grandma Betty to someone who's been collecting for just a few years and, you know, wants to trade or sell off some graded cards and everything in between. So you might say, I'm a professional baseball card treasure hunter. So we get all these inquiries. And one of the most difficult things to do is to get all of the information we need so that we can talk to folks and take those next steps and evaluating their collection, both on the financial side, but also figuring out if it's something that we're interested in. So we were, uh, hey, hey, what's up, Richie? My good buddy, Richie, if anyone has any autograph questions, hit up albersheims.com. Known Richie for, I don't know, 20 years. So uh, we get all these inquiries. And like I said, one of the most difficult things to do is to discern what's a good lead or a good collection versus one that we may not be interested in. And how do we do that in a timely fashion? So these folks contacted us from Yonkers, New York, through our website, justcollect.com, and said something to the tune of, hey, we have hundreds of cards from the 1930s, are you interested? Well, you can only imagine we were not only interested, but we were anxiously awaiting more information. So our next steps, generally, if we can, we try to connect with folks and ask them to send over any sort of inventory list, as well as uh, photos of some of the key cards. So in this particular collection, Uh, The family had reported there was a 1933 Gaudi Babe Ruth, a couple of Lou Gehrig 1934 Gaudis, a Ty Cobb Sport King, and many other Hall of Famers, in fact, dozens, from the 1930s. So when we started to get all these images, as well as information, we then take it and we put together a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet where we try to organize everything accordingly. Then what we're able to do is take the photos, assign a grade to the cards, and effectively uh, assign a value to the cards after putting a grade on them. And you may ask, what do you mean a grade because you're not a grading company? No, I most certainly not. However, I am someone who's been doing this for about 25 years, uh, have bought and sold nearly $50 million of vintage cards um, in my lifetime. And with my experience... Um, as uh, you're going to hear more details about the Yonkers collection unfold in the coming days and coming weeks, you'll be able to read all about that on our blog at blog.justcollect.com. So getting back to center, wait a minute, Leighton, how do you talk to every single lead or email every single person that comes into uh, your website and drops you a line or calls your business? And so obviously I cannot. So a special shout out to J5, to Mark, to Scott, who's been who was with us for a very long time, and the rest of the Just Collect gang and team, um, it takes a lot of hard work, uh, you know, to get you know to the root of the value and and really you know get folks comfortable uh, before you would ever hit the road. Okay, so we get all that information together, and in this particular case, J Five led our efforts, and the woman who was leading uh, the efforts for the Yonkers family, her name is Claire, and she had told us that she was going to talk to at least one other company. And, you know, candidly, we were hoping she was because someone who is not educated about the space, who has no idea what they have and no idea what their items are worth can actually become very, very difficult to deal with and almost impossible to buy a collection from in terms of percentage. There's a very, very low chance of succeeding. So we got all that information together and J5 is speaking with Claire and her family over the phone for probably a week or two. and. We gave them the estimates, but the estimates for their Babe Ruth card and Lou Gehrig were a little bit lower than they were hoping for. And they saw the grade and they claimed to us that the, and they didn't say gentlemen, they didn't say company, they were nondescript, but they said that the person or the folks that came to see us to look at the cards already think that the Babe Ruth is a little bit higher and the Lou Gehrigs are a little bit higher. Well, I tell J5, the only way I'll know that is if they send the cards in or I see the cards in person. Well, then, of course, you know, the next steps are, hey, interested in coming down to New Brunswick, New Jersey, home of Rutgers College Football, one of the oldest institutions in the, you know, in uh, in the country? Yeah, unfortunately, that didn't work this time. Sometimes it does. uh, Sometimes it doesn't. And so, thus the name of the episode, you have to be willing to take a road trip. However, we are not Pop-Tarts. no. Not that delicious breakfast food that was created in the 1970s and still continues to amaze today. And by the way, I can't even eat those anymore. They eff me up. But, you know, those are the joys of getting old. I'm not a Pop-Tart and we are not Pop-Tarts in the sense of we need to have a meeting of the minds before we'll travel anywhere, whether it be in the tri-state area or, of course, you know, across the country, whether it be to Oklahoma or, for example, Niagara Falls. We're gathering all the information and Claire and her family are telling us that They'd love to have a second opinion. And we're like, great. We'd love to give you a second opinion. Why don't you come down to the office? And they're like, yeah, we don't really want to schlep. We're like, we don't want to schlep. This is a five-figure collection. That's craziness. However, J5 did the best he could. And even though we said we pay their gas and tolls, it was still not enough to get them to come down our office. So I said, J5, where are they located? He said, Yankas, with that, you know, terrible accent. Um, obviously fake from J5. Uh, so I said, sure, I don't think it's that far. By the way, I had no idea where Yonkers was. I thought, you know, I know where the Bronx Zoo is. I know where New York City is. And I know it's in the state of New York. I just didn't really know where it was. And this was a gorgeous home built in the 1890s. We tell the folks that if they're willing to have us in their home, Leighton Sheldon, yours truly, the doctor, will come out there, assess your collection, give you an evaluation, let you know what everything's worth, and you'll see why that's vital uh, to this process in just a moment. And we'd like to come out there as soon as possible so that way we can figure out what your collection's worth and, and what we can pay for it. And of course, if we have a meeting of the minds, we'd love to be able to buy it. So we decided this past Monday at approximately 11.30 a.m. was going to be that meeting time. So I asked J5 one very, very important question. Are they ready to sell? It may seem like such a simple question, but in any business, ABC, right, always be closing, you never know if they're willing to sign that day, they're willing to sell that day, or they're willing to commit that day. So you have to do your best job, your best due diligence, your best research, as to if the folks are being uh, forthcoming with you and you have to figure out what your potential profit is and is worth the risk and so on and so forth. But the thing is, I'm a big card nerd and I love fresh collections from the 1930s. So that's what Claire didn't realize about me, is that besides the profit that could potentially be had, as she had me at 1930s. And so you're talking about a fresh collection that's over 90 years old, talking about our blog. I understand, as the owner of Just Collect, the long-term benefits and value to blogging about my adventures, blogging for our company, telling the story behind the scenes, and having that evergreen content be up on our blog for hopefully many years to come. This past Monday morning was a little bit different the way I approached this deal. So Ken Pescator who started for us a number of months ago uh, on the Vintage Breaks team has also been helping grow the Just Collect brand and the Leighton Sheldon brand, which I don't even know what that is. But anyway, he's been doing a fantastic job and having a lot of fun together. So I said to Ken, hey, let's do a road trip to Yonkers, New York, on Monday, and let's document it. And of course, neither one of us knew what that meant exactly. And, oh, by the way, he asked me that morning, hey, did you check with the folks if they're kind of, you know, if they're cool with me uh, coming up? And I said, yeah, yeah, they're they're cool. They might not be cool with you filming, but they're going to be cool. Um, And so I hear a little bit of laughing in the background. Anyway, uh, we make our way up the Garden State Parkway, and he's literally interviewing me about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. And I was telling him the, the biggest thing was I was nervous because I didn't know if we were gonna get the collection. I didn't know um, you know what kind of folks we were dealing with because J5 had mainly dealt with Claire and her family. But as I explained to him on the way up, one of the most fun parts, aside from seeing the cards I knew about, was I had heard there were other cards that she'd like me to assess that were not in the original photos and spreadsheets. So, of course, my mind's racing. Can there be a Lajue? Can there be, oh, I don't know, Uncle Jack's? Can there be some rare um, food issue? All sorts of things are are going through my, you know, uh, my melon. And as we're driving up, we're like, where is Yonkers? I feel like it should be more of a city-type atmosphere. And as we're approaching, we're like, oh, this is a lovely area. And as we descend on it, like big, professional baseball card treasure hunter nerds, we pull over to the side of the road and we take photographs of a few houses in the surrounding area. Once again, keeping in mind, we have no idea if we're going to get this collection. We just know we want to document the journey and share this uh, with our YouTube uh, community, with our Vintage Breaks community, with our Just Collect you know community, and with the hobby at large. And of course... The real cherry on top, the dessert, if you will, was if we actually get to buy the collection. So, we get there. Art is already outside waiting for us, which cut off Ken and our, my ability to do some filming before we went in the house. We're thinking that Art's in charge. But it became very clear, and very quickly, as Claire descended down the the staircase, who was really in charge. On Monday. And it wasn't me, by the way. It was Claire. So I don't think I've ever had a deal or a collection, an appraisal, an assessment start in such a way. You know, I'm feeling great. We get to the kitchen, which is this beautiful, gorgeous open kitchen. Claire's ready to get right into it. I take out my laptop. I don't think I sat down for three and a half hours. I'm going through each and every card. First, to verify what's on the spreadsheet, both in terms of accuracy and as far as the grade. But Claire, give her a ton of credit. She was very well prepared. She said, Layton, before we get started with like this big elephant, let's check out Mr. Ruth and Mr. Gehrig. Because if you don't think the condition is a little bit nicer, you understand Claire's not a baseball card expert. But what she is is very smart. She's from the law world. She's a former attorney. And we'll get to that in just a few minutes, how that played a part in this collection. And so I was forced right away to get in there and start looking at the best of the best in the collection. And the lighting wasn't great. And I'm like, oh, is there a better area in the home? And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? I got to start bringing halogen lamps to deals and collections. So we take out our trusty cell phone and we use the flashlight. Yep, just like this. So that I can have a good look for any creasing, anywhere at all and I can assess the cards properly. And I do. I passed first test. And for those of you who are not into Squid Games, passing the first test is not always easy. Please check out our event at event.vintagebreaks.com for our current Squid Games bonus promo going down. So, we passed the first test. The next test, I'm thinking, maybe I'll be able to sit down on my chair. Nope. The next test is to go through all of the cards, make sure that the spreadsheet lines up, and everything is copacetic. I passed test number two. I'm thinking, I'm doing great. By the way, I have no idea at this point if we're even getting the deal. She's an excellent card player. No pun intended. She probably played poker back in the day, is my guess. Or simply just a really good lawyer. So I'm waiting for my next test, test number three. She says, Leighton, would you like to see some of the things that I don't have on the spreadsheet? At this point, I feel very comfortable with Claire and she's like killing its hours. I'm like, Claire, yes, yes. This is what I'm hoping for. I want to see this stuff, please. So she starts taking out, I mean, I'm not exaggerating, G-Men. Mickey Mouse cards from the 35 Gumming set, including the number one card. I mean, all sorts of crazy stuff. And once again, folks, if you want to see and read all of the juicy details behind this, make sure you bookmark blog.justcollect.com. And we're going to have an awesome YouTube video coming out about the experience and the collection uh, purchase in conjunction with our good friends from Jam Graphics. So, test number three. She's firing stuff at me left and right. 35 National Chickle fine pens. 36 Gaudi, um, you know, uh, uh, premiums. Um, Ticket stubs from 1935 Michigan, which admittedly I pull out my phone and I pull up the eBay. I don't know a 1935 Michigan. She's firing stuff at me. And like, it's a combination of me identifying what it is, figuring out if we want it, figuring out the value, logging in the spreadsheet. By the way, the only thing I've done all day other than stand for the several hours at her home, is drink water. Now, she did offer food at some point. I'm not putting a ham and cheese sandwich on the counter next to a Babe Ruth 1933 Gaudi and blow the whole fucking deal because I'm an idiot and spill my drink. No, man, I'm going for the prize. I'm going for the gold. So test number three, we're right in the middle of it. Admittedly, I'm getting nervous, but this is when I start to feel good. She goes, well, like these Gaudi Indian gums, What if we wanna sell you some of them and keep some for the family? I said, oh, what do you mean? And of course, for those of you who can't pick up on my sarcasm, in between the lines is really important when you're quote unquote doing a deal. And I'm specifically not saying buying a collection, but life, the in-between details, that's the good stuff I could see. I had earned her trust. I had been doing everything she asked. I had told her exactly how I was going to handle everything. And now we were getting to potentially the good stuff, which was just maybe we're going to be able to buy the collection. So Claire asked me on the next batch, you know, I might keep some of these for the family. I'm like, Oh, you mean for like, you know, your, your brother and your sister? Cause there's, there's three of them in the family. There were three kids. She said, yeah, I decided, I think that was the first time Maybe be three and a half hours. in, I sit down in my seat. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. So, to fast forward, because I know I could probably talk forever, there's a component in the deal that I really want, and in the beginning, I make a joke about. And Ken, if you don't mind, if maybe on your phone, do you have a photo of this box so I could show it for everyone? So, oh, no, it's, on that phone. Uh, it's on that phone. So we'll show it on the loft. So stay tuned later, Layton's Loft 430 today. For some other details, we'll be able to show off from the pictures from the phone that we're doing IG Live from on right now. These cards beyond being in the same family for 90 years. They've literally been in the same box since March of 1957. You may ask how I know that. The reason why we know this, when we show you the box later, you're going to get a kick out of this. It's marked three 57. Grandma put them away. Didn't mean anything to anyone in the family. Weren't big sports fans between um, Otto and his dad. And so getting back to this third test, I was asking her because I thought we were moving in a direction where we were going to potentially reach a deal and we were going to be able to buy everything. I would really like to include this box. And many times folks are like, oh, sure. You know, why do you want it? I'm like, Because we want to help tell the story of, of, you know, your collection and the provenance and share with everyone some of the, you know, the nuggets, like the good stuff. So at first she says a very passive No. And then a few minutes pass by, some rhetoric back and forth. And I try like a little bit harder. And I say, hey, Claire, you know, I really like the box. It would make a great piece to fit with the collection. And she said, oh, you're not getting that box. Just like that. And I wasn't sure how serious she was. So I decided to go for it one more time. Folks, I almost failed test three by not letting go. So she made it very clear to me when I took one more shot. We weren't going home with the box. To be fair, I guess we could have tied them up, but then you got a whole other, you know, slew of problems in your hands. It's not, you know, we're not going to go there. I figured paying them for a collection fair is probably just, you know, going to have to do. So we're getting down towards the end, and I realize we're not going to get the box, but we've passed test three. And she's asking me to double-check the numbers. There's a few items we had to delete because they weren't there. And the percentage of what we were paying for the collection was very high for ungraded cards. And we're going to talk about this more later today and in the coming weeks on Instagram. Give me a follow, Leighton underscore Sheldon, or, of course, right here, Trading Card Therapy for those who are watching live on IG today. Thanks for joining us, all of you. So for the last few minutes on the show today, as we wrap up, we felt really good about buying their collection i believe they felt really good and the reason i know that is because twofold one they took our check no we did not pay cash but we talked about it beforehand for those who are interested we always ask for any substantial collections how do you expect to be paid if we reach a deal and we explained to them that our bank is as Wells as Fargo their bank is as Wells as Fargo they felt com- felt comfortable with a company check great so One of the last orders of business was to take some pictures around the house, take some video, which is what we did. Hey, what's up, James? And we're starting to uh, wrap up, and everything is starting to settle in, and the emotion and the excitement. Um, And I'm going to share some of those cards with you in just a minute so you can see. So you may ask, why am I starting off with Jimmy Fox? And the reason being is there are several Jimmy Foxes. In fact... And this is certainly not common. There are four Jimmy Foxes. Now, this collection is generally low to mid grade, but the fact that we are the new caretakers of this collection after one family has had it for 90 years, we feel honored and I'm very proud. So, of course, we hope we make a few shekels, but we are gonna have a blast over the coming weeks sharing the story, sharing the images little tidbits across a variety of our social media platforms. It's going to be fantastic. Without further ado, there were nearly 175, 1933 Gowdy cards, more hall of famers, like dozens of hall of famers. But here she is, the pride of Yonkers, 1933 Gowdy, number 144, Babe Ruth very nice shape looks to be at first glance between a two and a three clean back no serious abrasions See if we can get some good focus on the front again really pumped about this now not as many 1934 Gaudis this is what's crazy this is the whole stack of 34 Gaudis however in the group of 1934 Gaudis, There isn't one 1934 Gaudi number 61 Lou Gehrig. There are two. And this one is beautiful. Check that out. And the last part of this is, you folks may be wondering what we're going to call this collection. You may be looking at these holders and saying, what are these? They're not card saver ones. They're not card saver fours. Folks, they're not even card savers. Claire does some amazing not-for-profit work in the law world. She's a former attorney. She runs a not-for-profit helping women who are having difficulty paying their bills who have breast cancer. These holders are name tag holders. She didn't know what else to use. She doesn't have a card shop down the street. This collection will affectionately be known as the Name Tag Collection from Yackers, New York. And with that, today's episode, Trading Card Therapy, number 11, comes to a close. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed today's story.